it's Megan. And Nicole. Welcome to It's Cool Us Too. Where we chat different parts about being a woman in your 30s and realize honestly, we all go through the same shit, just from different angles. Happy Thursday. Nicole looks so unhappy. Happy Thursday. I am trying to carry the uh, I'm trying to carry the positive vibes for us tonight. We gotta lean on each other sometimes. Yeah, and like last episode went in drunk. Yeah. And okay, to be fair, you only had one glass of wine. No, I it wasn't was like you were I was like it was a pretty lit. generous glass of wine. And like this time, <laughs> not so much. So She's rocking the Diet Cokes this time. Yes, but good news. I have tomorrow off. It's officially my weekend. It's a long weekend. It's going to be great. great. I know. I kind of forgot that you have tomorrow off and now I'm jealous. I don't think I've, like, I have next Friday off. I'm not, this whole summer, I'm not really taking, like, an extended holiday. You just have shorter weeks. Yeah. I'm kind of just, like, giving myself, it's like the four-day week all the way through. Yeah. How are you doing? How's your week going? Good. Um, yeah, I was in the office three times this week, which felt like a lot. Like three days Welcome in to office for world. me now. Yeah, three days in office is a lot. I just took myself out for sushi. I went to speak to a real estate agent tonight, Such which was interesting. Big girl I know. move. He actually, he texted me. So he's a friend of a friend um, who's actually helped uh, quite a few of our friends find apartments. So yeah, so I've met him at like barbecues and stuff, but hadn't actually sat down and talked to him. And he texted afterwards being like, just so you know, like I have your back for this whole process, like just like a really nice follow-up text message. And he sent me this uh, guy he works with to do um, like a mortgage broker. And I was like, great, I'll get in touch with him um, to see about when we can hang. And then I meant, I was like, sorry, I meant, I was like, I meant chat, sorry. Hang would be weird. And he was like, I mean, whatever floats your boat. And I'm like, I'm obviously not going to try and hang out with him. This is so weird now. You've had the most um, Megan day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then also I've picked the shit out of my face. So it looks like I have chicken pox. And any girlies out there who also are anxious and pick their face when they break out, I feel you. Um, but no, I took myself out for sushi afterwards. And then I like ordered a couple rolls and I'm literally like holding my chopsticks. Is that how I hold my chopsticks? I don't even know. I don't know. I'm holding, <laughs> holding my chopsticks. And then I accidentally just drop the roll of sushi, like straight in the soy sauce. It flies up all over my white button down. And there's like a man with his kids right next to me. And there he's just like, Oh God, you know, he's looking at me like, shit, that sucks. I'm like, what am I supposed to do at this point? I'm just Take covered in soy off. sauce. Yeah, I didn't. It felt like inappropriate, you know, a little inappropriate. It is warm outside, but that's a bit much. It is a bit much. Yeah, but no, I mean, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, yeah. How about you? Yeah, I'm fine. I am gonna go there. I got my period today after like not <laughs> like wait. It was supposed to come like a few days ago, and I feel like I there's no way I'm the only one who feel like we you feel like this sometimes. It's like your period's a little late and you're like, could I be pregnant? 
But then you're like, yeah. And like, let me there's look- no physical way. I'm always like, I'm going to be the girl who sat on a toilet seat and got pregnant from it, which I guess is not a real thing, but no, I convinced myself. Like, there's no way I could be pregnant, but I'm like, maybe <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just one of those weird things. And then you psych yourself out, even though like there's, again, it would be like immaculate conception. <laughs> yeah. You would be, oh, excuse me. You would be, um, Mary. Yeah, honestly. But anyway, so happy news that I got it. Sad news that I feel like shit, but we're going to power through and get a heating pad on ourselves after this. So, And you don't have to do anything. You can sleep in a little tomorrow. Yeah. I do have plans with my friend Kate midday, which will be nice. But yeah, besides that, nothing, nothing crazy. Nice. Nice long weekend. Well, maybe that's a nice segue into self-care. Brilliant. (laughs) So today we're talking, so actually Nicole put a bunch of, of, okay, so this is kind of funny. Nicole just sent me this, this email, which we don't email. This isn't like a normal form of communication. So I check my Gmail in the morning and it's like email from Nicole Emmett. And it's like 500 words of just like all these titles for potential podcasts. And I, my immediate thought was, was she up all night? <laughs> How did she come up with these in such a short amount of time? Because we chatted, we'd recorded the night before. Yeah. And yeah, then I was like, oh, she must have used ChatGPT. <laughs> yeah, and I did. And I, because I was just playing around because I'd never been in it before. And I was just like kind of messing around. Yeah. And I came up with a few little prompts, put them in and I was like, let's just see. And to be honest, like I do, it's interesting having done it and how quickly it turns around. I can definitely see the benefits, but I can also see how scary AI is in that, like, you don't have to think and it just like removes all humanity. But that being said, this was one of the, uh, ideas that I came up with, which is the art of self-care, um, and like how to prioritize yourself, which actually resonates really well right now. Yeah. I think like the undercurrent of like we, I was away a lot. Nicole, you've got been busy. Yeah. Typically we're like pretty good at like doing a weekly recording slot. We dropped off a little. So like we're kind of trying to catch up and I don't actually know why that's relevant to my point. My point was I'm super like, just, I feel so exhausted Yeah. by the end of the day these days. And so there is an undercurrent of like, oh, this is like going to be quite cathartic to talk about because self-care is tough and it means something different for so many people. And actually in prepping the questions for this episode, I found out a lot. I learned a lot. Um, I found out that there are seven pillars to self-care, mm. uh, mental, emotional, physical, environmental, which no idea what that is. Oh, I Spiritual, do, yeah. recreational, and social. A lot of different types. It wouldn't environmental just be like your environment. So like taking care of your home, cleaning your room, oh, decluttering. Okay. I was thinking, so my brain goes to climate change. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm, doesn't feel like self-care to me. No. <laughs> is it? It's caring for our home. Um, Yeah, no, and it's funny because like the last few nights, I've just been so tired. And one of the things that often gets in my way is like, 
I procrastinate going to bed. Like I want to be in bed early. I want to get Why a good do night's do sleep. I don't know. Like I'll scroll for a bit. I'll like find other shit to do. It's like I'm exhausted. But you're scrolling comes... like – but you're scrolling not in bed? No. I, I Sometimes I am in bed. Oh, I see what like, you're saying. So you're in the bed but yeah, you're not – I'm not. You're, oh. And so I get exhausted. I don't get a good night's sleep. And then like there's like two nights ago or the night – last night. I can't remember. I don't know what t- day it is. I <laughs> – was laying down and I was like, you know, it'd be so nice to have a really, really nice, long, hot shower, get out of the shower, do like a long skincare routine, gua sha, dry brush, like lotion nice. my entire body, get into bed. Do you know what I did? I, it was last night and I know why and I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> I jumped in. I had a five minute shower. I like just quick body shower and I crawled into bed because I had zero energy and I literally looked at my greasy hair and was like, hmm, seems like a tomorrow problem. And so that's why we have a, a slick back thing You're today. You're so good with greasy hair though. Like I can't do that because you just have the best hairline and we, you know that I'm like no. deeply have insecure you seen, about my hairline. No. Have you seen my little peaks here? Yeah. Have you seen mine? They're big. Girl, I got a five head. If we are going to go toe to toe on our peaks, I think I win. Okay, well, we're gonna fight about this that's offline. Something, that's something I want to win. Um, okay, so you did not. You so did I not didn't. practice self care in that moment. No, or and you I did. Maybe, maybe going to sleep was self care, but it wasn't. And you know what it was? I hit like the easy button of like, let me just get by. And I'm I'm realizing more and more that the stuff that like old me would have like loved prioritize. Like I love baths. I love taking mm. like. You know, I've got a ridiculous – I used to have a ridiculous Sunday skincare routine, like, before the week. Do you not have it anymore? Haven't had it in ages. Like – I mean, your skin looks amazing, though. So, like, is it worth it? It doesn't even matter. Self-care even, is like, the process. It's like, the ritual. Exactly. It's the ritual for me. And it's – to me, it's about almost showing up for myself in the same way that I show up for other people and in other aspects of my life. And where I feel like shit about that right now – and why I don't think it's like, oh, well, maybe what I actually needed was sleep in that moment. I don't – it's like I've almost lost confidence in myself in that way. And I don't feel like I'm taking care of myself. Like if I was to think of myself in the third person almost mm. and be like, what does Nicole need right now? It's like I'm not necessarily giving that to her. Yeah. Sorry. You, this is reminding me. I My therapist keeps getting me to talk about yourself in the third person like in the third person like she's like no she's like talk to the because sorry this is such a tangent you can tell I'm so tired that she tells me that like so that we've been talking about different different me's I guess at different stages of my life and she's like talk to the high school version of Megan or talk to like the child version so what you were just doing reminded me so much of what I had to do on Tuesday where I was like Megan (laughs) And it feels so Did weird. She like, no, she, no, but I'm, it's on Zoom, so I can see myself because everyone watches themselves when they're on Zoom. That's um, funny. But yes, anyways, that was a tangent. But I, I totally hear you. But to that point, I saw on TikTok that was like, whenever you're feeling like maybe your needs aren't being met, almost think of yourself in the third person. Like, think of like, oh you know, Nicole, what does Nicole need right now? And 
how would I, knowing Nicole felt like this, if you treat Nicole like one of your friends or your family or someone you love, if I knew they were feeling this way, how would I show up for them? And then you almost apply it back for yourself. Yeah, I think that's a good, that's a really good piece of advice. I think self-care is a tricky one because I find it really slippery. Like sometimes what can seem to the naked eye like self-care is actually not self-care. Avoidance. <laughs> yeah, it's avoidance. Like I actually wrote down a few things um, that can sort of seem like self-care, but actually are not. Okay, um, hit me with it. Well, I th- I read this interesting article from like 2016, so bear that in mind, just about how I think when this like hashtag self-care really started and people started like really catching on to it and there was momentum building around the idea of practicing self-care, um, there was kind of this idea that it was a... L- there was this idea that it would kind of solve all of your problems or that you could mm. like self-care your way into being happy out of a rut. So it, <laughs> yeah, out of a rut. Um, so in this article specifically, they were talking about with mental health or like anxiety, depression, like this idea that like by treating yourself kindly or like looking inward and doing what, which obviously that is one step of what you can do, but it's not like the beyond end all of, you know, being happy or even like, looking into potential medications or going to therapy, which I guess can be a a form of self-care, but I'm not, I'm not articulating this that well. The idea really that the article was, was talking about is like self-care ends up being used for sort of anything that makes you feel good, which isn't necessarily caring for yourself long-term. It's more like in the moment. um, Okay. I feel like, I need to prioritize my own needs and not give a fuck about anyone else. Or I need to go out with my friends and get really drunk. Like it's instant gratification versus like long term. Totally. Yeah. 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 That's the point. (laughs) (laughs) And we're here. Parked. Okay. And we're here. Um, But no, I think it, it can be really slippery. Yeah. What do you think right now? Like, how do you think you're showing up for yourself well and like for self-care right now? And like, where do you think you need to work on? Like what pillar is good? Yeah. What pillar is not so good? Um, I think I have like specific things that I'm, I find e- easier or more, um, I guess I don't find as challenging to sort of access or get myself to do. So, I mean, social is an easy one. Like I, I know that it's so important for me to connect with other people. And I don't mean like going out with friends. I mean like this is a good example or just like having a long chat with my mom while I go for a walk or something like that kind of, yeah, that kind of like social again, I don't find that easy to do. Although I guess I will say like, if I'm feeling particularly anxious or depressed, like sometimes that's a little bit more challenging. Yeah. And I, I do find that physical is one so because I have clinical anxiety, I, and I've always been told by doctors and therapists, like if you are feeling particularly anxious, the best thing you can do is get into your body. So that like, I know because I've, because I've had to use exercise as a tool 
to feel better, I know that like it will immediately make me feel better. I've already experienced that instant yeah. gratification. So um, that one, I I find a little bit easier to move towards. To, that being honest, to be wow, to be honest, I haven't. I'm really not yawning at you, by the way. <laughs> no, I know, I know, it's fine. We're both like hanging uh, on by a thread. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, no, I, I haven't been that great at working out just cause I've been traveling so much. Yeah. Um, but I did walk to work today, the full hour, Yay. which I think was good. Um, and social definitely have been like connecting with friends since being back. Um, I definitely feel like I could work on, oh, and I guess the other one that I find like relatively easy to do is the environmental one. Like I all, mm. because I, I know what, it, how good it feels to have a clean room and to have like a cleaner space. Um, I mean, I live with two roommates, so there's only so much you can control, but like, I think my room is definitely my sort of sanctuary. So I try to keep it as clean as possible and as neat and tidy as possible. Um, yeah. What about you? Well, I'm terrible with the environmental one. <laughs> yeah. That's what I really struggle with. Yeah. I'm like very... I'm here's the the weird thing about me. I'm very clean. Which I don't did I not talk about my Bissell steam shot that I just got? I would say, sorry, hold on. I would say you're cleaner than me, but I'm neater than you. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. I'm clean. Yeah. I'm I'm very clean. Hella messy. Yeah. Anyways, slight tangent. I went to Canadian Tire a few weeks ago. I got the Bissell steam shot and I went for an entire day around my apartment steam cleaning like every like nook and cranny like Ooh, that's fun. baseboards uh, it was like the time of my life and then I told people at work that and they're like that's the saddest thing I've ever heard it was heard. the time like, of my life why aren't you out meeting a man <laughs> or living your life like this Fuck is you. horrific I'm like it was so satisfying wait did Anyways, you buy it oh yeah it was like 50 bucks oh my god I want to get one I'm gonna show you when you're here and I'll okay. send you a picture of my grout in my bathroom like <laughs> Night and day, Megan. Night that's and gonna day. Be Anyways. Pull, that's going to be the poll quote, quote for this episode. I'm going to send you a picture of my grout from my bathroom. <laughs> it was so the like, time of my life. So for me, like, I, if I'm going to clean my apartment, I am, like, going psychotic, full in, top to bottom, baseboards, like, everything. And to me, that is a form of self-care. But the problem that's not a form of self-care is, like, I let it get to a point mess-wise and clutter-wise that I feel overwhelmed every day. Mm. And so that's not great. Um, I also retreat a lot. Like I'm introverted in the sense that like I charge up being by myself. Sometimes I lean into that too far and I don't like I miss out on social interactions and being out with the humans. Um, So that's something we're working on. I feel like I'm pretty good um emotionally like giving myself what I need I journal you're really good at that actually I'm not good at that if I need to talk to someone I will talk to someone about it um I think that's where I, I I thrive and I think just for myself too like usually I'm pretty good with I think what people would traditionally call self care but I've really fallen off the bandwagon lately (laughs) Like it's, but when you say traditionally call self-care, you're talking about like, you know, giving yourself a face mask and yes, like sitting on the couch. Brushing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. all of that stuff. Like I'm usually pretty good 
at not even necessarily like even like opening a book and reading for like mm. a night, right? Like I'm usually pretty good and I've really just fallen off and it's been like so we're what trying do you think to get started the fall off. I think one I think it was a sequence of a number of events. I think I was so busy. Then I let my apartment get that like unhinged level that I needed my mom to come in and help me clean. And then I went back to like, I was traveling a lot. And then it's like, I felt really stretched and pulled in like a number of different directions. And at the same time of that, I don't necessarily feel like I've had as much put back in. Yeah, has been taken out. Um, so I'm, it's almost like I'm trying to like run the sprinkler, but like there's a knot in the hose. Oh, that's a good analogy. Yeah. You that know? makes sense. Okay. I was talking about a couple, I was thinking about a couple of things while you were talking. Yes. One is like, something I struggle with is self-care doesn't always have to mean the same thing forever. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. in different times of your life, self-care, like Sometimes self-care might be you doing your 47-step skincare routine. Okay, let's we'll put a fucking cork <laughs> in it here. Let's not exaggerate. That is 11. Excessive. Apologies. It's 11. Um, but that might not feel like self-care to you right now. And I think there's almost an element like of underlying like shame to what you're saying of like, I'm not doing the things that are self-care to me. But 100%. Maybe right, it's a vicious cycle. But maybe right now that's not what self-care is. Like maybe like, yeah. so good example is like for me, sometimes being like, like a travel rat and like going and like being in different places. Like sometimes that is a form of self-care for me. And other times I just want to cocoon where I am. Right. Like it doesn't, I guess, I guess it's, it's tricky and it's slippery in, in that way because you want to be able to define what it is self-care is for you and you, and, and there will, I'm sure be those like clear things. Like for me doing a cardio exercise, reading a book, journaling, those are always going to be things that bring me back to myself, but maybe doing an 11 step skincare routine. It doesn't feel like self-care to you right now. And that's okay. No. And I think that's true. Like I was thinking, I was driving home from work today and, um, thinking about the summer and I'm like, actually what I would love right now is to be like on a beach, Mm. just like in the sun, resting, relaxing, swimming, all of that kind of stuff. And I want to get there and like have moments of that. But I feel like the thing that's in my way is like my to-do list right now. Mm. And it's like almost a guilt of like stopping. And like, which is another issue that I have to deal with at some point. Um, But my, my think what self-care to me is right now, it, um, there's three kind of main things. One is sleep. It has to Mm. be because I'm exhausted. So sleep has to be my number one priority and making sure I'm getting enough every night. Um, The second is my environment, making sure that like it's clean, it's clutter free free. (laughs) and um, like I don't feel overwhelmed by my space. And then I think the third is not procrastinating and delegating. And you're like talking not about work. having work primarily, yes. Like, and not procrastinating in like my life in general with things. And I'm like, it has been on my to do list for ages. It's like, how can I actually get through some of these things faster? Yeah. 
I think one thing I always struggle with, and it, it actually relates kind of to your like, I just want to be on a beach, but then I also have this like to-do list. Yeah. One thing I struggle with is like trusting what it is I need at any given moment. So, well, because I have moments where I'm like, no, what I really need to do to like make myself feel good is get through my to-do list. But then you have that like, that like other side of your brain that's like, or maybe you need to take a day off and just like lay in the bed, (laughs) you know, like there's like an element in me that struggles with like, which one is quote unquote self-care and which one is just like me being lazy. I think the, I need to lay down and cocoon for a day isn't actually a form of self-care. I think that's a form of survival. Yeah. Okay. That's alarming. But I think it's true. Like, cause I was going through my to-do list the other day and I got a few major things off my to-do list, at least like the first drafts of them and then out to other people. And I came home feeling great and feeling like energized and not having it like looming over my head. And to me, that was like such a like good self feeling. Yeah. So it's like, I think getting some of those, like really focusing and giving my time there. I think one of the things for me that I realized is like time blocking is going to be absolutely critical moving forward. I can't get work done if I'm pretty much in meetings all day and I have Mm. like a half hour gap here and a 45 minute gap here and a 15 minute gap here. Like I always need to like stack them all together and then here's my focus time. Yeah. No, I I think you're right about the like laying down is survival mode and it's probably not, that's not really self-care, but I think that that's why self-care gets a bad rap is because people take it to mean something sometimes that it isn't um I don't know and it is like a deeply personal thing like self-care is gonna look so different I mean obviously there's those sort of seven pillars but it's gonna look so different depending on like what you need in your life and like what sort of fills you up and gives you energy and makes you feel the most like 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 yourself totally and I think when you're in like fight or flight mode like I, I'm working on it, but I think just naturally like the last few years, I've been in like fight or flight mode in a lot. I think a lot of us have. I think we underestimate sometimes the <laughs> intense emotional impact that like the pandemic and everything that's happened in the world has also had on all yeah. of us. And like the state of work now, the state of dating, all of these things, it's like very intense. And um, I think why self-care gets a bad rap to your point because it's those things that can almost feel like lazy in a sense Mm. it's because but that is what people need right now but that's not self-care that's that literally is like protecting yourself and that's just like but I guess isn't that self-care like protecting yourself I guess, but it's it's not really necessarily to your definition where it's like rejuvenating so you can be more resilient. It's yeah. not necessarily that. It's like you're you're tapped out. <laughs> yeah, true. You're just trying to get back to You're just trying to get through the day. Yeah. And actually we didn't talk about this. So one of the article they are actually articles, they weren't TikToks. But one of the things I read talked about how the purpose of self-care or practicing self-care is about building resilience, which I thought was kind of interesting because I don't know that I necessarily associate resilience with like 
self-care like for me it's kind of what I described of like making me feel more like myself and energized but I thought it was an interesting way of connecting the two because I actually looked up the definition of resilience to remind myself um it's the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties Mm. and yes like that is actually why I want to do self-care it's almost like for me, it, it happens the most at work. Like I can tell when I'm depleted and I'm not operating at my best when I'm yeah. like doubting everything. And I'm like, kind of in like a shame or like a doubt spiral of like, Oh my God, do I really know what I'm talking about? Does that really make sense? Or like if someone says something to me in a meeting and they don't even mean it in like a particularly like personal way, or they're not even being that rude, but I start to take it really personally and like doubt myself from that. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen as much when I have been filling my cup because I'm more Mm. resilient. Like I'm more able to like think, okay, you know what? Like, fuck that. Like, don't go down that. Don't go down that like dark little alleyway of of thought. In Kayla's words, don't play, what did she say? Dark puppet theater theater of the mind. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it's an interesting way of thinking about it. I've just never, never connected those two things. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting way to look through it, but I think, um, I don't know. I like, it's, I don't think it's ever going to be something you just get to and you're like, oh, perfect. <laughs> no, no. It's going to be something you're going to have to constantly evolve. And to your point, like what you're going to need, the self-care you're going to need at different points is going to be completely dependent on like where you're depleted the most or where you're triggered the most. Yeah. And this just actually occurred to me like this, the concept of res- like building resilience, I find like super interesting And usually when I think about self-care, I think about like being gentle and kind to yourself, like, you know, um, giving yourself space to the, and that, I don't mean gentle as in laying down. (laughs) I mean, gentle as in like, um, going to therapy and like uh, sitting with your thoughts and not facing shaming yourself for them. Yeah. Or like reading a book and getting out of your head, um, or going for a really long walk and listening to a podcast, like those to me are self-care, but actually the concept of resilience, one of the ways that you build resilience is through like literally doing hard things. So people talk about how marathon runners are some of the most resilient or like Ironman competitors, like some of the most resilient people in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, my aunt actually was up at my cottage last weekend and she has done a bunch of marathons and Ironmans in her life. And she's like the happiest, most positive person because she's done hard shit and has built up so much resilience. And not that I was psychoanalyzing her. She didn't say that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, that's my perception. Imagine of, she just walks in. Yeah. She's like, I have so much resilience because I do hard things. Um, I, um... But I just think it's just to round out that point. I, I find it interesting that like doing the hard things build resilience, but also being kind to yourself. And self-care is often, yeah, has that like gentle connotation to it. Um, and that helps you build resilience too. So I don't know. Totally. My cousin was just here this weekend and um, he hasn't listened to all of our episodes, but he listened to one of them. And I think it was one of our first. And he said, it was one of the things that I said in the first episode, I think, where it's like failing and standing back up is the biggest confidence booster. And so like doing hard things, facing things head on, it's like the same kind of mindset or um, 
mantra. It's like, sometimes the thing you need is like the hardest thing to do. Right. And that could be even as easy as like going to the gym. Like a lot of, it can be a really big struggle for people to, you know, get out the door, get into the gym and then start moving. But like, once you're there. Yeah. I was literally thinking about resilience. (laughs) Do you know? (laughs) I I was thinking about resilience because one of the most amazing times of my life have been being at Glastonbury, which is a festival if anyone else goes to. And that takes a fuckload of resilience, my friend. Like you are walking. I know I sound like the most privileged chick in the world, but you you were like- I saw you after Glastonbury last year. Yeah. Yeah. Like you are walking through fields like 30, 40,000 steps a day. You're carrying everything on your back. You're like out all day, up all night. Like, yes, it's magical and amazing. But part of it being magical and amazing is the fact that like it's you're all in it together and you're doing this like tough thing. And in a weird way, being there is like a form of self-care because you're leaving and you're like, I did the thing, you know, like I I fucking walked the thing. I know this is ridiculous, but that's why I was thinking about resilience this you're weekend. making a music festival sound like going to war. I know. I know. It's, I mean, I've never gone to war, thank God. Um, huh. And it's absolutely not that. But it is, you got to like put the effort in. You got to yeah. like yes. wake up and do the things. And sometimes you don't want to do them. <laughs> Are we going to have to cut this part? Is it too weird? No, it's fine. We'll keep it. <laughs> It's just like when I saw you, like when you came back from Glastonbury, because you stayed with Emily and I in London for a day, you were like a shell of yourself. Oh, yeah. I hadn't showered in like five days. Okay. So maybe we don't say this is an example of self-care. <laughs> Honestly, it was for me. Okay. But it was like, like very oh, soul opening in a yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyways, on that note, I'm going to go edit this pod practice some self-care <laughs> i know i've referred to other forms of self-care in the past we'll not be doing that right now <laughs> i hope this is the one that my parents start listening to cool honestly it's better than a few yeah. <laughs> that we could have them listen to um but anyways we hope you guys liked listening um again please like subscribe share sharing is rate key. it yeah tell us if you like it tell us if you hate it but be kind if you tell us you hate it like, and then like maybe constructive creatures. like we'll yeah. take constructive criticism we haven't Pass really experienced any trolls yet um we've only experienced super kind lovely feedback um so kind lovely feedback we love but also would love some constructive, like if there's anything you want us to talk about, anything we haven't covered yet, um, or that we should, you know, bring someone on you that, you know, like any of that would be great. Yeah. Okay. Coley. Um, have a great Thursday and I will talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.